0: You're not ready for me. Anything you want, so what you gonna say? Everything I want, but baby, you're not ready for me. Makes me wanna fly away. Everything you want, but baby, you're not ready for me. Anything you want, so what you gonna say? Everything I want, but baby, you're not ready for me. Makes me wanna fly away. I think I finally understand. So what you gonna say? Everything I want, but baby, you're not ready for me, makes me wanna fly away. Everything you want, but baby, you're not ready for me. Anything you want, so what you gonna say? Everything I want, but baby, you're not ready for me, makes me wanna fly away. My feet are moving forward,
1: you redirect me toward. Well, damn it back, like you allowed, you try to flip.
0: So, what you gonna say? say? Everything I want, but baby, you're not ready for me. Makes me wanna fly, then I'm ready for it. Everything you want, but baby, you're not ready for me. Anything you want, so what you gonna say? 88.3
2: WXOU, Auburn Hills, Michigan. You are tuned into the Friday Night Groove with your host, Roosevelt Belton Jr., better known as simply RBJ for short. Right now, you're in for another special edition of the program, because in this episode, I'm sitting down with Jane and Brian Spencer, Los Angeles-based duo who makes up the powerful electro soul and pop outfit known as finkel before we get to the interview though we're going to take a quick dive into the catalog starting with the track you're hearing right now titled ready so as always peace thank you let's groove
0: I just want the problem in the Take a hit, hit a miss, shoot me straight
3: Gotta aim other ways, targets, check Targets, Let it out Talk to me Talk to me Tell you what I need from you, it'll be
2: WXLU, Auburn Hills, Michigan. You're listening to the Friday Night Groove. Right now, I am in session with Jane and Brian Spencer, but better known as the Los Angeles-based outfit Finkel. Jane, Brian, how are you tonight? Hey,
4: Roosevelt, good, man. Thanks for having us on. We're wonderful.
2: (laughs) Good, so I know you guys have been through a lot. You finally made this far. How's it feeling?
4: It feels good. It feels good. I mean, it's always a journey, so it doesn't feel like anything's over or, or that we've made any, any plateau yet. We're still still climbing. We're still developing our, our artistry, but we're, we're glad to be exploring it continuously out here in L.A.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So just starting out with the genesis of U2 i read that you initially met in an acapella group while you were students at Albion College. How did that experience sort of push you to, towards the idea that you can make music together?
5: Well, it was, um, it was a, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say any part of it was, it was exactly overnight, especially in the beginning, but we just loved, it really stemmed from a love of just hanging out with one another and then we kept on doing all of these music related activities and then it, and then it became, um, we, we, we started our first band while at college. It was at the one bar in town that would let any musicians play. Yeah. <laughs> and, I don't know
4: how familiar you are with Albion, but there's not a ton, there wasn't a ton going on when we were going through.
5: Or at least that, that we knew of as the student body. Right and uh, so we, we played um, Monday senior bar night for pizza and beer and then we ended up and then we it was called me and my friend and then we ended up calling it me and my friends because we just would let any of our friends come up who wanted to come play with us.
4: <laughs> a glorified jam sesh. Yes. Playing covers to a bunch <laughs> of drunk college kids. I mean, it really, we were in the position to win from the, from the jump. <sighs> and then
5: we started writing original music, um, yeah. and uh, it all kind of spanned from there. We started just a very experimental pretty bizarro folk band yeah. and then it, it transformed into what it is now through a lot of just years of writing. Yeah.
2: Touching back on that, the first project you had—that was your band, Less Is More, correct?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's correct. Yeah, we were that from like 2014
5: to 2018. That, that's we we launched we Finkle when yeah. we came out here. Yeah.
2: Now, this was initially a very well-received project from a professional standpoint. How much did? The early success of that project teach you just about honing your craft as musicians and performers
4: it's definitely we we've learned a lot from that project in particular kind of across the spectrum from like musicianship and performance to being professionals quote unquote in the industry and um
5: and also building your community is like one of the the hugest elements of the success of anything but especially in the music industry not and not only other musicians or other people in the industry but just the people who come to the shows and the people who want to engage in other ways it's just such an important part of and that's definitely something that that less is more
4: talk yeah i mean we really cut our teeth with with that project kind of at, at its core it was it was the band that that did pave the way for us to understand a lot about <clears throat> who we are, what the music is that we're writing, and then also how that all fits in with the overarching industry, this monster that all of us are a part of. So definitely really appreciative of that time period and then also super glad for the growth to go beyond that period and use the lessons that we learned during that time and applying them now.
5: Yeah, we, we, we got to learn what kind of band we wanted to show up as who did we how did we want it to feel when people were working with us and all of that it's so it's so important what do you want the feeling of the room to be when you arrive even before you play any music
4: right yeah we could we could talk about all of the Yeah.
3: At hand, But the flame still takes command And then I'm
0: left to soothe the scars I'm loving where I am And I love where I'm going Will you hold my hand When we leave the ground I want sweet relief Not an answer to my problems They'll be there when I want them they're
3: fine, I'm stressed but good, doing what
0: I'm loving, trying to fit some fun in,
3: along the way, so and the plug on why, is what the kids are doing.
2: So, Less Is More, De Finco is a complete genre switch as far as instrumentation and the actual sound of the band. When it comes to comparing the two, why was the transition from the more folk to the kind of electro soul pop such a natural transition for you two?
4: When we were doing the folk music and writing it and performing it, I think we were unintentionally trying to write for this electro soul pop thing that we are now currently writing in and existing as and I think the reason that um, that we were writing in that stage and it wasn't coming out the same way it was just simply because we didn't we couldn't afford the instrumentation and the electronic setup that that we now have and that we've been able to save up for over the course of years and I, we we also lived in in and around a lot of folk artists at the time so our community was very folk and there was you know Michigan has such an incredible folk scene it's got a lot of cool scenes but Um, we, we were at that point really engaged in the folk community there. And the transition kind of happened from a, um, you know, we moved to Kalamazoo in 2015 or something like that. and, And met up with a couple of bandmates that we played with for a couple of years, uh, that joined, joined the less is more outfit. And we took the less is more music to a studio with a producer that, um, has some, some weight in the industry who got to give us his, very uh, <laughs> beautiful and also blunt perspective of what our music was to him.
5: The, the, the pivotal point that, that changed our sound was we, you know, we, we showed up at this studio and we played our songs for him live and uh, he we came back in the control room and he said, so um, who are your favorite bands? And we listed off all these bands and he said, "You would you guys listen to yourself? and that was the moment we were like oh man I don't know and that is not the right answer so we we ended up doing endless writing workshops that were very structured time limits and and parameters and all of these things and it was so much fun we
4: did that for about three years so the transition you know while on paper three three years kind of goes by in a blink of an eye that amount of time totally rebranding the the sonic foundation of who we are translated into us having to also then rebrand and rebrand the visuals and the business plan and the kind of everything that goes along with it and um, to be
5: exactly what we wanted
4: right because we didn't want to mess around with with another experiment that wasn't speaking to who we are sonically anymore and um
5: and the main parameter was is it fun
2: yeah
5: (laughs) if it's not fun then it doesn't make the cut yeah
4: right
2: got you so it definitely seems you guys are having a lot more fun now but also what i want to touch on is the aspect of community because from what i read is that you consider your art very reactionary as far as who's around you and what influences are coming your way why is it important to always kind of just stay influenced and just look out there for who's inspiring you?
4: Well, I'll answer for myself and then, and then Jane might have a different perspective, but I, like collaboration is from a very human element. We've all, we all have always needed each other to, to grow as individuals. It's just like an anthropological truth. And when you integrate that concept into music, it doesn't change at all, it, and you know we, our influences kind of come from all over the all over the place. I mean, coming up in Michigan, I used to listen to a bunch of Motown growing up and I used to listen to a bunch of like Earth, Wind & Fire from uh, various family stuff and, and
5: would listen tech to-, nine. And to A lot of Tech and, Nine.
4: Of, <laughs> I, I grew up as an athlete, so I was like, you know, a lot of hip hop was in my world kind of getting me ready for, you know, uh, an emotional and physical battle of some sort on some field or court someplace. So like, you know, all of these experiences that I had growing up led into me wanting to collaborate with the people that like, I don't make hip hop music you know, I could write some stuff, but I, I am not personally hip hop music, but I definitely take all of the beautiful things from hip hop and utilize it in my own creative process. And and that along with, you know, the John Denver's of the world who are more melodic and probably in that folk genre. And like, you know, so it's kind of an amalgamation of a lot of different things that that has kind of bred, bred my creativity. And then Jane, on her end has has her own inspirations and the communities that have been teaching us about what we know about ourselves in relation to music we want them to be as much a part of this project as possible because we owe it to them because of their art we want to amplify their art you know maybe just as much if not more than amplifying our own because all ships rise with the metaphorical tide so
5: I collaboration is the is the gift of other people allowing you to see through their eyes and that is something that um, is always to be cherished.
2: When we talk about community, um, your release "Backpack of Snacks" came out in April, correct? Yes. For two people who value collaboration, what was it like navigating that release during a period of isolation where maybe you couldn't really be around people, or you know, you pretty much kind of by yourselves at some points?
5: Well, we were uh, we were on the on our tour when the announcement of, of COVID came about. So we just played one show and then we came home and then re- and that was gonna be our release tour. And there was a common response in the music community not to release anything. And, and I was hearing from a lot of people who are not in the music community we, all we're doing is ingesting music and, all we're, and, and and art and things like that. And that's what's helping them through. And so we, we, we talked about is, is it appropriate to release this now? Do we want to release it now? And we thought this is a time to give people what you have to offer, whatever, as well as all times, but definitely now, if you have a gift to share with people, then you should give it to them. And we, we ended up finding an intense community from it because people were searching for a community at that time. And we were able to connect with people on a really deep level and do hopefully our part in helping people through the beginning of the pandemic, which was a crazy time.
2: So September 22nd, you're going to be releasing your single Long Summer. Taking into context what you just said, how much of that song is sort of a reaction to that time period.
4: Entirely, yeah. You know, ordinarily summers seem to fly by, especially when we were living back in Michigan, you know, with with seasons being fleeting. I have never had a summer where i've been like man i don't want this to be over or, or I, want, I want this to be over rather i want i want to be in summer for a long time and i had a friend out here who texted me and he was going through a little bit of a depressive bout because of the pandemic and he texted me man this is going to be a really long summer and he spelled it out with like three or five o's or something like that and it just made me really think about the topic in relation to the pandemic and. Kind of brought it to Jane and kind of like laid out the concept because we had been talking about how things. I mean, really, it has been just chaos for for everybody and and um and also um, clarity and also clarity. And yeah, not not to not to say that there isn't a bright side to all of this because ultimately life is still duality. We're gonna come out of this and there's gonna be positives that have come from it despite. A good amount of uh, negative at the front end, and and I think the the premise of long summer is just it's it's been a long one. We we've all learned a lot from this past summer and in, in 2020, but with the advent of the rest of the year and 2021 around the corner, um, how do we take the experiences that we've had during the early part of the pandemic and change our outcomes for the better? So it's it's kind of setting up the, we have another song coming out in October and this song kind of sets that one up um, in a narrative format with the, uh, the election coming up too.
0: is hot. I'm stuck in the metro pole but I'm running the ops. Gotta survive with the sweat on my face. Liberate your mind till your mind's lace. Can't even hang my head cause will want it home. I am no Neo but we are the one. We feel in the streets but we ain't got no visa. We've been enslaved and the son is your teacher.
2: Now that you've taken in that experience, and summer is pretty much almost over, where did you want these kind of next couple of releases to take you creatively as artists? As far as we you know, we touched on fun, but how do you necessarily want to express the the aim of Finkel now that things are maybe not so much fun?
5: Yeah, we, we've had to have a personal reckoning with that as well. So when when the when the pandemic hit. instead of having um, a very packed schedule in Los Angeles, going out to shows and and, and being with our community, it it started with us just being locked inside and writing a ton of reactionary music. And so we're, we're going to express it to to our community and the public in the way that it came out of us and it really sometimes it, it might be a weird way to phrase it but expressing what needs to come out of your heart even if it does if, it, if it's difficult or if it's explorative that can also be something that it, fun is kind of an odd way to phrase it but it is it, it's a release it's something that feels that feels right to do and it's not a complainy album, and or uh, oops, just gave it away. We're, we're <laughs> things are in the future,
3: right?
5: <laughs> but um, we, it's it, it's something that, that feels so incredibly true to us, and we gave other people voices as well um, on our music through collaboration, and it's. I suppose I'm I'm quite rambly about it, but we we said what we felt we had to say. Yeah,
4: and I think it, more than anything, we've we've written with Less Is More and and with uh, Finkel up to this point, we've written a lot of stuff based on our own experiences with these writing workshops that we put together. And with this writing workshop in particular being very contextual to the environment that everybody is experiencing at the same time, all we really want with this record is for people to hear it, and digest it and see if it resonates with them and see if they can, you know, if it provide if Long Summer provides somebody the perspective of I can change the, the outcomes in the next coming months in 2021 will ultimately be better or worse based on my attitude towards it. That's great. If they listen to it, and they're like, this is a bop. I have no other thoughts. That's also cool. <laughs> like, like it, it doesn't have to be as heavy as we're making it out to be, but it definitely came from a very heavy place because it's been a heavy time period. And and, and also remissed, making so. music
5: is really fun. Yeah. Even if you're yeah. having a bad right.
4: time, a you're really still having A really music comes from <laughs> really crummy <laughs> you know, circumstances. And I think this is kind of a renaissance for artists, whether people believe it or not. It, I, I think it really is forcing people and communities to become even more tightly wound because you have to hold on to the things that are beautiful in your world as much as you can. And uh, yeah, if the record does that for, for people, then we've, we've certainly done our job.
2: Um, so just kind of just wrapping things up, what are the next couple months are gonna kind of look like for Finkel?
4: September 22nd, long summer, as we, as we mentioned. We have another track coming out at the end of October called Bleach Vial, featuring...
5: Uh, this, this is our first time sharing that name? Yeah. Oh
4: yeah, Bleach Vile and it's gonna be featuring um, a UK grime artist called Kamikaze. Who we're super stoked on and are so From thankful that he wanted to be a part of this and yeah the uk's been experiencing the <laughs> pandemic too everybody so he's got a lot to say on the topic and and then we have uh, it's it's gonna be the and
5: monzi is featured on monzi's on, on long track. summer yeah and it was um produced by dj lmnop which is okay. our good friend zach schwartz
4: dropping names so essentially We've got these two songs that are gonna kind of like tease the record a little bit. November we're gonna take off just as we all watch what happens. And then uh, in December, we're releasing the full record um, on the 11th and the, the full record is called uh, Sick 2020. And we have- uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we,
5: we saw that written on the side of a taco stand. Yeah, and we're like, that is like hilarious. Spray painted on. <laughs>
4: yeah. That's gotta be
5: it. Sick 2020, man. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. So,
3: uh,
4: and, and it's got a couple of skits and uh, an instrumental and some other fun tracks featuring other really talented, really beautiful artists. and Thankful to have having them on the record too. So that's so we're, what's we're, on the horizon, 2021. Who knows, right? We're
3: also
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lives. Of, oh, right, right,
4: right. Uh, we're
5: we're on a tour. We're we're on a virtual tour, and we 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 get pretty wacky with.
4: Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like a between two ferns meets electronic soul pop. So meets adult
5: swim. Yeah, fish I bowl. don't
4: know. I don't know. We'll call it. You, you got to watch we it. Have, they, we have
5: some fun. That's all I can say.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we do that every other Tuesday. Uh, we have one tomorrow and then leapfrogging every other Tuesday until the end of the year.
2: So it sounds like going from here, you're truly just going to just stay true to yourselves no matter what happens. You
4: got it. Hopefully, well. always trying <laughs> hopefully always yeah
3: yeah and it's decided <laughs> all
2: right so just last words before we get out of here
4: just really appreciate you uh taking the time to talk to us uh we miss michigan and we're we're hopeful to be back and get to shake your hand and meet you in person at some point and say thanks for having us on
5: or or, or the wave who knows the wave or well i mean waving i guess not the wave but waving <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, we'll call it the way yeah just to everybody that um listens to sick 2020 and long summer and stuff really appreciate the the listening and uh welcome to the finkel fam hope you come to the next reunion
2: all right jane brian thank you so much all the best from here on out thanks Roosevelt. thank
5: you you too
3: along the way And plug on why
0: That's what the kids are doing If I let go, will it be ruined? Will I lose my steam?
1: The pendulum is always swinging Cutting through incest and
3: ringing Impossible to take sides
2: Alright everyone, that was my interview with Jane and Brian Spencer of Finkel. I want to thank Jane and Brian for a wonderful interview and wish them all the best in the future. If you like what you heard, you can hear more by going to finkelband.com for links to all their social media and future releases. I want to wish you all a safe and happy night. We're going to go ahead and end this show with their tune, Sun E. Peace, thanks for listening, and as always, keep it grooving.